Welcome to another Snack Drawer episode of the Dodd Pod. To start off, I want to say a sincere my bad. Because I initially set out to drop one episode per week. In fact, for my two and a half listeners out there, I I promised and told you guys I'm going to drop one a week. But I failed to live up to that. I've been dropping about one every two, two and a half weeks if I'm being kind to myself. But... This pod, this struggle um, has inspired this episode for the podcast, and this episode is about habits of failure, and that's currently what I'm dealing with with this podcast, with trying to get this podcast going, trying to develop a routine, consistency, and seeing through what I committed to, what I envisioned for this podcast. So I came across the term habits of failure in this book I'm currently reading. It's called The Master Key System by Charles Honnell. He doesn't define habits of failure, but I'll go ahead and I'll define it. So habits of failure to me are these accepted patterns of thought that lead to either inaction where we're not taking any action or actions that don't align with our best selves. These these uh, thought patterns that we accept don't align with our best selves and they don't align with our inner commitments or these goals that we set for ourselves. And this is something, like I said, I'm experiencing with this podcast and it's something that I'm working through or working with and something I'm familiar with. I think we're all familiar with these habits of failure. So in this podcast, I'm going to get into habits of failure, how to work with that and really how to get one step closer to being our best selves. And that's getting rid of those habits of failure. So I hope you enjoy this episode. This is the Dodd Pod. This is the Dodd Pod. With Derek Dodson. With Derek Dodson. So I've been trying to get this podcast popping. You know, I was thinking the other day when when I set out to do this podcast, when I first came up with the idea, when I started writing in a journal about some ideas of the direction of the podcast, what I want to do with it, why I'm even starting the podcast. I was filled with excitement. I was filled with enthusiasm. I was optimistic, confident, all those emotions that you want, right? All those emotions that help you to keep going, that really bring that that fuel, in a, in a sense, at least temporarily. But then, when it comes to the action, when it comes to putting in the work, it seems that that part of me that was excited, optimistic, enthused, ready to go through a wall. That part of me kind of just vanishes, right? Like, yo, we were just super excited about this not too long ago. What happened? It's, it's time to get some guests set up. It's time to do this for the podcast. It's time to do that. What happened? It's too inconvenient. You're not feeling so confident anymore, right? You're starting to have some doubts. It, it's so interesting how quickly that part of yourself can just hide. And you're like, hey, where'd you go? Uh, it'd be really cool if, if uh, I could get some help right now. But that's part of it. 
And so then I started to explore this a little bit further. I guess I'm really working with this. And I've, I've come to see that it's really what thoughts I'm accepting. And when it comes to following through with the podcast, I'm accepting a lot of limiting beliefs, limiting thoughts. They might come disguised as procrastination, such as right now is not really a good time. You still need to work out. You still need to do this. You need to do that. You need to whatever it may be, right? Our mind is so great at generating these excuses and these reasons of why right now is not a good time to do what you committed to doing when you were feeling at your best, right? When you had thoughts of what could be, but these thoughts come in and um, what is really, I guess, damaging is when we accept them because when we accept them, that goes back to developing these habits of failure, right? It's really, um, this book, so sorry, this, this idea just came in my head or this thought from this book I'm reading. So back to the master key system. So he talks about the inner world is a reflection or is reflected in the outer world. So, so really it all begins in your inner world. And this is so true. If you think about every action you take, every action you take begins as a thought and once that thought is accepted as a good as a good idea or as true then you act on it and sometimes this is great and other times it's not so great and a lot of times when it's not so great it's because we aren't really tuned into what we're accepting what we're giving the green light to and going back to this podcast I was given the green light to a lot of thoughts that were going to limit my ability to get this podcast done, that was going to limit my ability to follow through. And this is something we all do. Just think about all those New Year's resolutions. So many people have a lot of aspirations. It's a new year or even a Monday, right? If for some reason, that's the day everyone decides, hey, Monday, I'm going to get it started. That's a good day to get it started. And of course, it doesn't happen, right? Because we're always waiting for that perfect opportunity, the perfect circumstances. But really, it's just that's just our mind. That's just our mind playing tricks on us, really holding us back. And what, it, what I think it really is, is these habits of failure that for some of us, we've been acting on or we've been cultivating for years. Right, we've been holding ourselves back uh, for for a very long time, and when we like procrastinate, or when we say, you know, we have something better we can do, or I, I think a lot of times those hide what's really behind it. So for me and this podcast, you know, I had like I told you guys, I, I had these excuses in my mind or these thoughts appear in my mind that right now is not a good time I still need to work out I need to grade some papers I want to read a little bit they they probably won't be available to podcast this and that right so all of those I think were really just disguising 
some insecurities I have, some doubts I have, some fear I have, fear of maybe I'm not good at podcasting. Maybe this episode is going to suck. What if I don't know what to say? What would I even talk about with them? What would what should I do another solo episode on? Dang, I don't have a good enough idea yet. Right? So a lot of times laziness or procrastination is really just disguising some issues that or some fears that we have. It might be a fear of discomfort, a fear of leaving our comfort zone, a fear of how hard something's going to be, a fear of the commitment, a fear of committing and it not turning out what you into what you wanted it to be. It could be a feeling of lack, um, not being able to trust the process and trust that your work is going to pay off, um, fear of what others may think. The list can go on, but a lot of times what's really behind those thoughts is some form of fear. And this is what I think really holds us back when it comes to being our best selves. If we really want to accomplish those goals, eliminate those maybe negative behavior patterns that we're trying to get rid of, those negative habits that we have, if we really want to follow through with what with our own word, what really we're promising to ourselves, right? When we set out a goal for ourselves, we're in a sense making a promise to ourselves. And what's interesting is if we made a promise to one of our loved ones, someone we care about, whether it be significant other, a friend, whoever, we will definitely follow through with that. But when it comes to ourselves, a lot of times we won't follow through for ourselves. Do we not love ourselves? Like that's so I find that so interesting. I think it kind of might I think it, it probably is just the fact that it's a lot easier to push a, a friend or someone else out of their comfort zone than it is to leave your own comfort zone. I think that might be what it is. But if we really want to change and cultivate habits of success and and change or or work with these habits of failure, then it starts within. As I talked about earlier, thoughts become actions, and actions eventually become habits. So the first step is noticing the quality of thoughts you're having. And to do that, you need to cultivate mindfulness or awareness. And what mindfulness or awareness is, is being in the moment. So being in the very moment you're in, not wishing that the moment were different. So not rejecting the moment in any sense. Whatever comes with that moment, you're accepting with openness, with curiosity. And when it comes to internally, what being mindful means is noticing what thoughts arise what emotions arise, what bodily sensations arise, noticing all of those things with a sense of curiosity, with openness, with non-judgment, without analyzing. It's like you're just a stranger, or it's like you're watching clouds passing the sky. That's a, a common comparison, that you're... 
The sky is your awareness. The sky is you. And the clouds are just thoughts and emotions coming and going. Some stay longer. Some linger. Some are bigger. Some are darker. Right? Some are filled with rain. But they all eventually go. Come and go. Come and go. And this is constant in our everyday life. We're constantly having thoughts come and go. Just think about in a span of an hour how vastly different your emotional states can be. One minute you can be ecstatic. You can be happy. You can be in a good mood. Then someone cuts you off and now you're mad. Or someone says something that triggers you, that triggers an insecurity. So if we really want to change these habits, we have to become aware of our thought patterns, of what's going on in our minds. In this book, The Master Key System that I'm reading, Charles Honnell provides a a great image uh, of a, a gatekeeper. Now, I think he's talking about mindfulness awareness. He calls it the gatekeeper. And what the gatekeeper, well, just just think about a regular gatekeeper, right? So if you're a gatekeeper, your job is to choose who's allowed in and who's not. If someone comes strapped, right, you're you're probably not going to let them in. You're like, eh, I don't really trust you, so you're, you're not allowed in. Or if it's someone that you don't know, a suspicious group, whatever, right? So he's going to choose who can come in and who could not. And the people that can't are going to be people that can do harm or put others at risk, whatever it may be. But if we have a lazy gatekeeper, (laughs) if we have a gatekeeper who's in the comments on Instagram, right? Who's taking a nap, a little smoke break. Whatever it may be, if we have a gatekeeper like that, it's a lot easier to slip by and get in, right? Think about those those high school parties, right, where you have the guy at the gate charging people and you just hope someone distracts them so you can walk by and not even have to pay, right? Just like that. So it's the same thing with our minds. What our, our mindfulness our, mindful, our ability to be mindful, to be aware, that's the gatekeeper. Our job is to be aware of what thoughts we allow in and what thoughts um, we choose to not engage with. And it's not to say that we choose what thoughts pop up in our head because we don't. I think we all know that if we looked at some of the content in our mind, it would look a lot like the comments on Instagram and Twitter. So those thoughts will be there, but ultimately it's up to us to engage or not engage with. Just like on social media, when you see some of these crazy, outrageous comments, we don't go back replying to them, right? We don't take them personally. Well, maybe sometimes we do, but we shouldn't, right? We're just like, oh, that's just a person that has a lot of hate in their heart. That person has some issues. That person's a troll. This and that, right? Same thing with those those thoughts that we have. We really have to choose wisely what thoughts we're accepting as true because whatever we accept as true, we act on. 
So when it comes to building these habits of success and ridding ourselves of these habits of failure, when those tempting thoughts of procrastination, of um, I'm not good enough, of fear, right? When those thoughts come, we just have to notice them and they may they may stick around and that's fine but we don't have to engage with them right and if we do engage with them which will happen at times once you notice that you've engaged with this thought bring yourself back to the moment and do what you set out to do and this this is going to be a process so i really think patience and self compassion is important in the process you're going to have hiccups you're going to fall at times but you just, it may sound cheesy, but you pick yourself back up and, and you keep trying. When it comes to mindfulness, awareness, your gatekeeper, practice doesn't make perfect. But once again, to do a yoga teacher quote, shout out Dharma. But practice does make permanent. And that's really true. As I've been practicing meditation for a while now, those traits that I cultivate during meditation really do translate into my day-to-day life where I'll notice when I'm reactive to a situation. I'll notice when I'm holding myself back. For example, with this podcast, going back to this, I've kind of been noticing what's going on and, and slowly attempting to change that. So, Just simply being mindful is really the key to to doing this. So I think ultimately if we want to cultivate habits of success, one, we have to stay true to our word. When we say we're going to do something, we really have to act as if that's set in stone. As if it's just just as set in stone as going to work is, right? We go to work whether we feel like it or not. Unless we have, you know, a couple of nice days off, some days we can use. Um, but for the most part, we go, right? If you're a student, you show up to school every day, whether you feel like it or not. It's just what you have to do. So I think it's important to have that same approach for the things that are meaningful to you, for those passion projects that you've been meaning to pursue, for those negative habits that you've been meaning to get rid of for those other goals, those positive habits that you want to, that you want to fill that time in with instead, such as reading, exercising, developing a meditation practice, um, going out for a walk, spending more time with your family, whatever it may be. But the key is you have to stay true to your word because if If you're not staying true to your own word, I think that says a lot about what you think about yourself. And um, I don't know. I I just think I think a lot of us limit ourselves and we all have so much potential and capabilities. But the mind, like I said earlier, is so good at tricking us. So it it just takes work. So I'm going to kind of give a a more specific example as far as um, building these these habits of success instead of failure. Um, what I've noticed is when it's really important to be mindful when it comes to especially starting new habits is when it comes time to action or it's nearing that time. 
because that's when your mind will start to just throw some thoughts out there. See, see if it'll see if you'll bite. It's kind of like going fishing, right? You're just trying out different baits, seeing what's going to work. And eventually you find that bait that works and you keep throwing it out there. And our mind does that exact same thing to us. So if your goal is to read every day, or I shouldn't say every day because I think it's important to start small. Um, But let's say your goal is to, I want to read three days a week. And you know, I'm going to read Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it comes Monday, and you say, I'm going to read at night before I go to bed. And then you start having these thoughts come up. Ah, I'm tired. I should just go to sleep. Ooh, I want to finish listening to that podcast. You know, the, the list goes on. But that's when it's really important to, to tune in, especially beginning, when you're beginning to start a new habit. Really tune in to, okay, what's the quality of my thoughts right now? It might even help to take a couple deep breaths and just kind of notice what's going on in there. And then if you find that you're about to not follow through, then really take a few deep breaths and say, hmm, do I really want to do this? What thoughts am I engaging in? What thoughts am I accepting as true? How am I limiting myself right now? So I think that's a, a great way to, to work with it is really just to pay attention when it comes time to work, when it comes time to put in the effort, when it comes time to leave your comfort zone, to ditch your old routine that wasn't very beneficial to you. I'm sure we're all familiar with the cheesy quote, the comfort zone is a great place, but nothing grows there. And that's true. If we're in our comfort zones and not doing things that are challenging or making us uncomfortable, then chances are we not we might not be growing a whole lot. Um, the unfortunate truth is if we want growth, if we want to better ourselves, we have to get uncomfortable. We have to do some hard things. We have to push ourselves. We have to be vulnerable. And that's that's difficult for us, but not impossible. We just, once again, have to, we have to take control and not let our minds, minds uh, take the lead. Um, I'm just going to end it with a quote. I shared this quote with uh, one of my classes. And I don't know, I, I, I just connected with this quote. And I, I thought a simple yet, yet powerful and the quote is, your mind is a garden, your thoughts are the seeds, you can grow flowers, or you can grow weeds. And not the weeds that a lot of people are making a lot of money off of. I'm talking about the weeds that you might not want in your garden. But I think this is a really powerful quote because it's really telling us we have the power of what seeds we choose to water. We can keep watering those seeds that limit us that hold us back that harm us or harm others or we can water those seeds of growth those seeds of enthusiasm of optimism of passion of hope right and that's all within our power i'm by no means an expert in any of this I'm I'm growing as I'm doing this podcast. These are just things that I'm working with and I think, you know, others might be working with too and and might need some help with and hopefully uh this serves us some help. If you're planning on starting a new habit, maybe pursuing a new goal, a passion project, maybe trying to get rid of an old habit, 
whatever it may be. One thing I would say is uh, start small. You know, um, I think a lot of times we want to conquer the world right away, but it doesn't hurt to start small. For example, if you want to get healthier, it might not be the best idea to commit to working out five days a week, eating strictly seven days a week, and doing something that isn't quite reasonable for you at this point. Because you also have to be able to be honest with yourself and see where you're at at the moment and what's, what's a realistic goal for you at this time. And when we set out a small goal, and we're able to see that through, then we can continue to build. So for example, let's say you committed to, I don't know, reading two or three times a week. Then once you have found that you mastered that for a few weeks, then maybe you step it up and maybe you want to do four days a week. Or if you want to work out and you start off with two or three days a week, then maybe you build up your intensity the following week or you increase the days or the sets, but um, start off small and really just focus on cultivating that awareness so you can see those thoughts of failure that pop up, those thoughts that limit us because they don't have to limit us.